Greetings, nerds. This is Dina Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont, and with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Polk. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, sir. How are you doing this Thursday evening? I'm doing fine. I'm just trying to scratch my brain about what is missing from our rundown. Because... Yeah, there's a lot going on. I mean, I, I, yeah, I know I was just joking with you beforehand. I didn't add a bunch of things to it, but I mean, we finally did get to see the trailer for Olivia Wilde's movie, the, um, was it Don't, Don't Worry, uh, yeah, yeah, from yeah. CinemaCon. Times now. It was kind of like uh, it was. Uh, it was one of those things when I watched it. I was like, "Huh, it's kind of like Separate Wives meets, uh, you know, some some futuristic." Yeah, meets that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Meets that. I keep seeing the trailer for the uh, Game of Thrones prequel series. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I haven't seen it. I saw it was, I saw it was released today. I was going to ask you if you if you did, if you did no, manage to I, get I've it. I've seen it like twice now. It keeps coming up whenever mm. I'm on YouTube, and I am starting to get a little bit excited. I I don't know. Um, there's something about that world where <laughs> you back in, you start hearing the names. They're, they're advertising it very well. Yeah. Um, but on that note about new shows coming or new movies coming, we do have some cancellations to first talk about because it's yeah. official. Batwoman and Legends of Tomorrow both have been canceled. No surprise. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, we, we, we've we talked about this before. Uh, I was wondering if it was going to come before the upfronts or. And I guess that makes sense for them to do it before the upfronts because you don't want to, you know, whenever you get to the upfronts, you want to share good news and when when they pre- pre- premiere drop new shows and stuff for example i did see right before we got on that uh, nbc did pick up the uh, quantum leap reboot uh, the series mm. uh, and uh, so yeah so you know so we yeah, so you, you're delivering good things not like we're we're ending things at the yeah. upfronts yeah I, I mean if i mean assuming that they hadn't canceled it i figured they would probably announce a renewal with just like this is this a renewal and this is it. And honestly, I think when the CW comes back to their uh, upfront uh, on May 19th, I think that's what we're going to hear with the flash that I think season nine is going to be a renewal and it'll either be like they did with arrow with a limited amount of episodes. And, and this, this will be it for the series. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I don't know if I can do another, like even if it's limited episodes of the flash, um, just because I'm just so tired of it. Like, I'll, I will check in during a crossover or during the series finale. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's, I think I've hit run my course. It's just, yeah, yeah it's, it's not, it's not good. It's not good. Um, yeah. I saw what happened and I was just like, okay, I'll catch around it later. But, you know, getting back to, I, I know we never really watch Legends other than probably with the exception of the crossover episodes. But, uh, you know, with Batwoman, you know, every, you know, there was a lot of things out there and about ratings and all that stuff. And I'm like, no, because I mean, there were shows that were lower rated on the CW that got renewed early. Mm-hmm. Nancy Drew comes to mind and, and a couple others. I mean, I think this is just, you know, we, we talked about this a couple of weeks where there were reports that there, as far as the DC TV shows, they're going to they're going to keep two and let two go. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, and I tweeted out from our show account earlier this week, there was a pretty good editorial about has the Arrowverse uh, run its, had its run. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And, you know, and I think that's, I think that's part of it. I think, see, I think between the sale of the CW, I think the, and even be even if that wasn't happening, I think it, it, it seems that the, the types of shows that they are green lighting is to, you know, give the new shows a chance. So, I, you know, so it, at this juncture now, I think you know they'll they'll definitely be the Gotham Knights, and I, and, I, and I think Naomi actually may get a second season now. Interesting. Well, we shall see. Yeah. Um, things that are on the horizon, though, we did finally get a Obi Wan Kenobi trailer. Full yeah. trailer. Oh, oh, I'm so excited for this. <laughs> I really am. What? When does it premiere again? I uh, always maybe- ask you. Yeah, May twenty seventh. Uh, we'll get two episodes, okay. uh, and it's the same weekend as uh, Star Wars Celebration for for folks who like to go to those things, and then uh, and it's of course Memorial Day weekend, so it's got a long weekend. How many episodes? Two of six. It's limited. Yeah, limited series. Okay, so just the same amount of time as Moon Knight. Got it. Yeah, yeah, but the other, yeah, but the other thing too with it is so they're dropping it on the Friday. But uh, the remaining four episodes will drop on Wednesdays. Okay. That's hmm, interesting. Well, it's a long weekend, so I guess that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But I I mean, I've been watching, I've almost finished up with Star Wars Rebels. And and I think that trailer hit has hit a lot different for me now that I've watched Rebels. And Mm -hmm. And then, then if I hadn't watched it before, because like the Inquisitors, the the guy with the you know with the pale skin, the the Sith Lords and Rava, you know the, the Inquisitors were introduced in in, in Rebels, right? And, and and with with Darth Vader, you know, with the intent to to hunt out any Jedi who who managed to evade Order Order sixty six. So with that deeper you know, extended, you know, really going into the animated universe and stuff. I think now I, I, I'm, I'm getting, I think I'll get the payoff in live action because now I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm deeper into the Star Wars universe than I was before. And so a lot of those things that I've seen or referenced in, in the animated universe, uh, which is connected to the, the, to the live action one as well, I, I think will we'll land differently. Uh, because it had that you know deeper deeper understanding of, of some of the things that are that are going on, and plus Deborah Chow, who directed some of the best episodes of The Mandalorian, is also behind this series as well. So I'm, I'm very happy, very looking forward to that, knowing that it'll, hopefully it will be uh, well executed. And of course, you know Ewan and Chris Hayden are back. So yeah, like I said, I'm uh, as far as shows coming up, this is one I'm definitely excited for. Yeah. Are you excited for the Peacemaker spinoff now that um, Viola Davis will return as Amanda Waller? Um, yeah, you know, I know it'll be a different vibe because we, we, uh, I think James Gunn said it was not going to be as much comedy with it. But but I think as much comedy the way they had they can play it because you know, it is James Gunn. But I think it'll be a very different type of humor. Uh, but yeah, but just because of the vibe of Amanda Waller's character, yeah, I'm not, I'm not expected the same type of things we got with uh, with uh, Peacemaker. But yeah, I, I, yeah, 
I, I think I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about this series in this universe because I, I know, uh, thinking back when we discussed the, the Suicide Squad <laughs> that led to the spinoff right. to these, you know, I wasn't too big a fan of that film, but, well, you know, we'll see what happens. I just don't understand why she, well, I, yeah, I would want to know more about the actual spinoff itself. Um, yeah. Amanda Waller, like, if it's going to be the Suicide Squad affiliated, then you need to have Amanda Waller. Yeah. Um, she's, like, the consistent point in all of this. So, um, yeah, but we'll see. I mean, going into Peacemaker, he was one of the strengths of the Suicide Squad, which mm -hmm. we both agreed against popular opinion about that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we agree with popular opinion about the show. So I think yeah. it'll, my excitement will definitely not depend on Amanda Waller, but so much as, okay, who's we're following? What's the story? Yeah. Please don't be the same story that we've seen this time five five times this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're getting oh, a bit of content overload, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess the earliest of this series. I mean, I, know, I remember James Gunn said he had another. I guess it's the second spinoff of the Suicide Squad film. So, uh, you know, so I, I guess we won't get one with the uh, with the rat, but you know. It'll, it'll, maybe, but, maybe, but maybe we will. Maybe, maybe some of those supporting characters that that uh, did survive the movie will will show up in this new, new series. But you know, I'm a, I'll I'll uh, I will keep an open mind like I did with with Beastmaker because I didn't really did not know what to, not to, what to make of what we were going to get there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. How did you like this week's episode of We Own the City? Oh, uh, I, I yeah, this this like appointment viewing <laughs> it really it really is you know they yeah uh, what were your thoughts no i was just gonna say just like the way they're telling the story this can be a very straightforward narrative but mm -hmm. they've decided to really play with time mm -hmm. and do flashbacks that inform the present story but also don't make it so expositional base. Yeah. Um, I also, I'm just, they're holding, I feel like, I know we got a lot more of him in this episode, but they are holding back on John Bernthal. I'm just yeah. waiting. I'm waiting. Like, I just, I, they are, they're holding it back. And that's another thing that surprised me um, is going into this, I would think, okay, we're going to see a lot of him. And, and yeah, you do, but you don't really like, yeah. it's, it's interesting. And the way that they left this episode with him in the jail cell yep. and it's, and it's just like, you, you don't have to see him get interrogated. Like you can, you can see what's going on mentally. It's, it's fascinating. Um, but, but yeah, I just, I'm really in awe of how they are able to take something that they could really say tell straightforward it could be a, um, a, a made for tv movie but instead they're really delving into a lot of perspectives mm -hmm. and and making a web um that 
that is is compelling to watch and and you're seeing how and and as a viewer you're also curious okay so how is everything going to connect and every episode right. you get a little bit but you don't get too much at the same time yeah 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 you know because you know they, they told her the story this week from both the character that uh, john barathol is playing but as far as oh you, you know you're not going to snitch she's not going to snitch <laughs> and spoiler alert for folks who haven't watched it yet. Um, but then, uh, but when the other police officer who was a part of the, uh, that task force got in there and was talking to the investigators and and, and sort of just, just singing like a canary, and and but but then it it, it really built on the things that happened the previous week as far as the the with the drug world in Baltimore and and how another member of the police department is is close with one of the drug lords and 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 then you know then of course the other agency how they're doing their investigation and you know the phone taps and and, and all those things I mean it's just such a such a, a beautiful tapestry of like I said using the different Time, you know, jumping around in time periods, and also jump, but also telling the story from different parts of the, um, the, the different investigations that are going on, the different players going on, and even even like for, even whenever we see the the civil rights attorney from the U.S. Department of Justice finally get up with the the one officer who um, who has has. A, long record of like complaints and stuff but just continues to get to do his job yeah herschel yeah officer herschel yeah and even has a rap song about him <laughs> that, yeah that, yeah I mean, I, th the one thing that bothers me about herschel yeah. is he's played by josh charles and i associate josh charles with the good wife and so it's really <laughs> hard to see him <laughs> like, yeah I just I wondering, disassociate him. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering where I knew him from. That's that. that that's where. Yeah, but yeah. you're right. Yeah. yeah, he yeah. he he was he was Will on The Good Wife. Good old yeah. Will. Yeah. No spoiler for Will uh, for The Good Wife, but my heart was broken during that show, and <laughs> I have issues. <laughs> like the number <laughs> of shows that have gone on where I just get so tired. I get so angry about like the good wife is up there for me. Sons of mm. Anarchy is up there for me. I don't know, but, um, <laughs> but yeah. So if you're not watching we own this city, strongly recommend you too, especially if you have watched the wire, it just reminds you of what good storytelling, um, there can be. Yeah. Um, you know, and on that note, let's yeah. talk about <laughs> Yeah. One last thing. Yeah. There's another series that I just have to, you know, that you know, we were joking, about, I guess. Winning a week time. Ago. Huh? No, not winning time. I, I got to catch up. I, I'm a little behind on winning time. I need to get caught up. But there's one that's of, a lo of local interest. And there was a Netflix show series made out of this true crime um, story as well. Uh, the Staircase. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that has a that's a that's that has a local that has a truly in my backyard of Durham, North Carolina, uh, with the Michael Peterson case. So that that's one I probably will will check out. I know that's been speaking of how we were joking about we own the city was on like everything HBO has been a uh, series. Uh, that's another one that's been 
promote it heavily on on their um, on the network on the platform. Uh, so that's that's definitely one I think I'll I'll, I'll I'm going to check out as well. I know the the local paper was having a compare contrast talking to one of the lawyers who who his lawyer Michael Peterson's lawyer like what's what the show gets right and wrong so and, and also comparing contrasting it with the Netflix version too. Right. Right. Yeah. I've I've seen trailers for it. I'm curious yeah. about it. But yeah. we shall see. And as HBO keeps, you know, relatively high standards for the content that they deliver, um, with the finale of Moon Knight, everyone's now questioning, okay, Disney. <laughs> yeah. I hear yeah. there's so much mixed reviews about Midnight. On one hand, I hear people love it. Totally enjoyed it. Think it's up there among the best of the TV shows. Um, I hear on the exact same time, like, what was this? Um, too, too many flaws. And and I think I think that the people who liked it, again, I don't think they've ever seen Doom Patrol, mm-hmm. which breaks my heart. But if they had, they would have a higher, um, they would have probably a different perspective. Yep. But I also think that a lot of people are just resting on that fifth ep- episode. Yeah. And yeah. just even though the finale, again, just like I was trying to explain last week, totally contradicts the fifth episode. It doesn't make any logical sense. And <laughs> like, it just if you're if you're in the psyche of Mark Spector and there's a third personality, he should have showed up then. Like yep. it just it, it bothers me to no end, and then yep. and then you're supposed to be sad that's that Steven's gone. But this is a Marvel TV show. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We said they would undo it. We knew they would undo it. And and and, and the third personality. First of all, yes. So I really <clears throat> had a hard time getting through this episode. I, I did. I don't know if I was tired or. I was over. doing other stuff during about twenty minutes of it. It just, it just did not grab me from the from the get. I was just like, and and I and the first thing as soon as it ended, I like fired off a message to you, and I was like, ah. So I watched Mad Night. Yeah, and that's, Mad that's, Night. yeah, and, and honestly, that's how I feel about this series. It's like, man, uh, it uh, it it's, had. It's, so sad because yeah. I will we will remember Oscar Isaac's performance. Right. But the story itself, like, oh my God, there there are so many episodes. Like, I think I would rewatch the first episode. And as much as the fifth episode pisses me off, I also just think the way they told it, told that story is very interesting. Um, even though I didn't, I didn't cry or get emotionally caught up in it like everyone else did. But I think that there are aspects, but ever all of the other four episodes, I just, I think is just not good. And it's, it's, it's sad that like you get that caliber of a performance mm-hmm. with this story. Yeah. Yeah. It was completely. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing. I'm, because I think was it the fourth or fifth episode where I, I, I was kind of like, oh yeah, it was the fourth. It was the end of the fourth episode because that was right before we went to the the full blown asylum, right? Episode, 
And I was, and I even remember talking to you about it on our on, on the podcast here about yes, I'm, you know, now I think I'm finally getting into this thing. Mm-hmm. And and yes, and, and and the fifth episode had its had its issues, but uh, we both were like, are they going to stick the landing, and or is it going to be the same kind of thing with one division where the fifth episode released the one that just stands out. And right. it, it and it really was the that situation where it was the fifth episode is the one that that stood out from from the bunch, and and I think it's something you just also mentioned that that uh, with the, with the rewatch as you as you noted, I think part of the part of the problem with this is um, the way they structured it because I think we all the way they unfolded this story got us so much more invested in Steven mm. than than Mark. Yeah. And then and then Jake was kind of like and then I was I was with you because uh I I was very frustrated with the way they kept teasing the Jake personality. But you know they they hold it off and it was and even in this episode, I know everybody focuses on the end credit the mid credit. But we, I think we we got in it. You know, we we in addition to the blackout when they had the transition um, to when when um, the, it, it, with the fights in the in the asylum, we got another moment where we, we got Jake it, 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 in story in, in the asylum because I noticed even though the, I had the subtitles on. And I and but it said Mark, but I was like, that's not Mark, that's Jake. <laughs> right, but what's sorry, but what's your point? So my point is that I think the in the point that I'm that I'm trying to make here is I think for me what was part of the problem was I got more invested in Stephen right throughout this series, and so when then than I ever did with Mark. And and then and then it, to your to your point that we've seen these multiple personalities before, but I think the core you know with all at least like we we'll say with Doom Patrol with Jane you know I you know, whether it's Jane or whether it's uh, any other other character other personalities I, I, I feel like I, I I'm invested with them all because I feel like they've all gotten opportunities to get fleshed out so more and I understand their motivations. Mark is kind of like, yeah, you know, we, we get a little bit, but I, you know, by the time we get introduced to him and this, in this compressed time, you know, compressed show, I don't feel like we got enough to feel like completely invested in him. At least that personality. Right. Well, I think the, the hard thing is, is that, we are introduced to Steven first, so we think he's the primary, but he's yeah. not. He's he's an alt, or he's, I don't know how you define him anymore, but he is the secondary. He's yeah. made up. And, but Mark's supposed to be primary, so it's kind of this weird circumstance where, because we weren't introduced to Mark first, and because yeah. we we got bits and parts and he was really viewed more as a negative um, personality to Steven's positive personality. 
you kind of, you felt more empathy towards Steven and felt more like, oh, he's our good guy. He's our main character. But, but then, but it's, but it's really supposed to be Mark. And now you're even like, there's an even broader spectrum where Jake is on the full other side where Mark is kind of, um, a, a kind guy but he's also willing to do what it takes to survive so to speak and yeah. then Jake is a, just a full out killer so you have these three this like spectrum um which which is interesting and one thing i will say is that people have pointed out about how the that reveal of the third personality or that like final understanding with Konshu there Konshu admitted like he wasn't after Layla. He was after Jake. Yeah. Um, so, so that, that is interesting to throw that, even though anytime you put Khonshu in a scene, I can't take it seriously. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's another thing I'm struggling with this entire show is the, the gods themselves. They look stupid. They just yeah. look so not intimidating. They, they look Oh, so bad CGI, bad CGI. It just it just doesn't work. And yeah. um I I think that is one of the other issues I've had. And then on top of that, we have Harrow who who dies at the end of this episode, supposedly. Mm -hmm. Supposedly. Yeah. We don't know. No, he's gone. He's a, he's a goner. They he they I think, you know, the, the two bullets that well, we're talking Marvel, okay? No, okay. Hero's gone. He's gone. Yeah. You know, no, because Omni and <laughs> in, in there, whatever. <laughs> but here's what pisses me off is like, we, he was interesting, but but then he's totally stupid. <laughs> it's just, it's one of those classic things is like the villain is so cool until that third act and then he becomes a moron yeah. and, and just like a, a plot device for yeah. the real villain who the real villain is just, you know, a talking alligator yeah. and not yeah. in the Loki cool way. Yeah. Yeah. There, there have, they are, I will say here in, a, in this phase, thinking about the Eternals and now this, they they are having they're having difficulty getting into the the, the spiritual realm with, with with this and even even Shang Chi a little bit as well. Um, I prefer Eternals over this. Yeah, I don't know. This is toss up for me right now. I I think I would be more willing to see the Eternals for the the new Joker guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. I was yeah. very interested in his 10 minutes that they showed him because, but I, I agree. I think that, um, the new, new stories, um, it'll be interesting to see what Miss Marvel does yeah. and how that works, because that will be our second origin new hero. Unlike the three shows or four shows, if you count what if that came before Moon Knight, or five, I don't know how many, which yeah. all featured characters we knew. Um, yeah. So, so it's it's going to be. We, I wonder where Miss Marvel will land. I have a feeling it's going to land better. Yeah, I, I think um, so too. Just because 
I think it's going to be done in the sim similar vein as Moon Knight. And that's another thing I had a problem with is it just, it feels like Moon Knight is supposed to be a rated R movie. Mm -hmm. And instead we got the Disney version of it with Oscar fucking Isaac. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just like, I dude, I just saw you in Dune and you were probably one of the better parts of that movie. And and now you're here and you're still surrounded by dust, but it's such different dust going on right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. yeah. I think and I think honestly, I think that that was the at the end of the day, that because of the weaknesses of story and I it was kind of I don't know, it wasn't a paint by numbers kind of story problem. It was just more I don't know. It was like I just felt like they were. Did I don't know if they were trying? I don't. I can't say they were trying to do too much. Just, yeah, like I. I think it was a paint by numbers. Like yeah. at the end of the day, every time they would go out of the box, they would very quickly go back into that box and yeah. like paint it exactly by numbers and do what we expected it to do like they would verge into that interesting territory but for some reason get scared and take a u-turn and and next thing you know we got a talking alligator yeah 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 that's true that's that is true and maybe that's and maybe and that's just I, i don't know if that was by design to try to to replicate what Mark and Steven and Jake were, were feeling in their heads or, or, or it's just like, we're just, this is, this is the platform. This is the format that we're, that everyone is used to, even though we're telling everyone, this is still, it's divorced from the rest of the MCU. We're still going to have the MCU story framework to, to tell well, us. Well, you, you have to, if you're going to be on Disney plus, I mean, I know that they're changing things and all of that, but I still, I feel like, the glimpses that you're referring to is what the director and the writer originally set out to do. And then they, the producers came in and said, no, we need more of this. We need more of the superhero thing. Um, So yeah, yeah, I think, I think there were two different perspectives and we, we got like a negotiated middle ground of a story. Yeah, I just see though that the uh, the director uh, they they had planned that Jake end scene that was that was planned from the beginning apparently. No surprise, no yeah. surprise. Yeah, just think. I guess they gave themselves an out. So if they if they if Oscar did decide to come back for another season, then or or they could use the character in a movie, that's the way they could do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. On that note, um, I will put myself on mute because Will's going to talk about Picard, and I can never get him to stop talking about Star Trek. No, I, I, you know, I, I have very limited. I have a very just a very few thoughts about Picard. Um, you have very few thoughts. Like few is a hundred. No. Yeah. Only, only twenty-five. Only twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> Probably less, actually. No. It, you know it. It. So Picard. <laughs> so can I can I okay, I will start yeah. because you're struggling. Um yeah. <laughs> which is I find humorous. Yeah. But 
I will say this movie or this this episode reminded me of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it felt as though, like the third one, I felt as though their first 20 minutes was the ending. Yep. And then we got another ending and another mm-hmm. ending and another ending because they had all of these little things. Yep. And and Whoop-dee-doo, Rios managed to stay behind because he's found a new home 400 years in the past. And then that just means that, you know, a trade occurs and Eleanor is back in present day. And guess what? Agnes was the Borg queen that started this whole thing all. Surprise, said no one ever. (laughs) You know, I'm not mad at this finale. No, I wasn't mad. I'm just also, you know, for for everything we saw, it, it makes sense with everything. Yeah. I do wonder, though, if the writers brought in, like, just one person to write cue dialogue. Like, they only need this writer when Q has something to say. Because I, I, I felt a little pulled out of the episode when Q went into his monologue about why Picard. Yeah. <laughs> where is this Shakespearean thing coming from? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's, well, you know what? As a, you know, given that you're the non-Star Trek person in the room. Uh, you, you, that was the one that that was the quite frankly one of the highlights of the episode for me. Yeah, I, I, and it, it, it makes sense for for you to find it to be a highlight, or for me to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, well, and the reason why I found it a highlight is because at the, at its core, that relationship between Picard and Q. I, you know, I almost, you know, it has been there from, from day one. And I, I really, between them. yeah, I saw yeah, it. I, yeah, yeah. And I really, and, and now that, that I've seen, I, I really wish they had waited to use Q in the third season. Especially yeah. Because, yeah. because given that, the, you know, that it's been confirmed that the third season is a swan song. For Picard and his crew now, especially now that we've gotten the news that the Next Generation cast, except for Wesley, who did get a, an appearance in this episode, uh, is back. Q going out and that line, see you out there, is what's what the was uttered at the end of the series when it ended its run on television. Q was the first being that Picard encountered. That we that we the villain that we got from Encounter at Farpoint in the pilot, and it would have been the perfect bookend if Q died at the end of the series, just to and, and, and give Picard this this this. And I and I you know I'm okay okay I get it it works. You know not not seeing what they're going to do with the third season to give the crew their their proper send off, but so I guess for their story and their arc. It, I I was satisfied with it. I I will admit I, I did I, I, when I did see the two of them with that final their, their final uh, talk and the card giving Q the hug and stuff. I I there there that I, I, I there I did get a little bit of a, 
a lump in my throat from that. I mean, I, I, I think this is a fan that was a very satisfying moment for, for their, for their relationship, despite all the other, you know, that, uh, things that happen, happen in, in this, in this episode and in the, in this season. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, it was nice to see Wesley back and, you know, again, they, cause they, uh, Wesley Crusher was you know, sent off to be a, a traveler. I guess that was in the sixth season, seventh season of the show. Um, but, uh, you know, so we've been wondering what he's been doing. So they were tying, you know, tying that loose end together. But you're right. It was, there was a lot of that third Return of the King <laughs> Bob, Bob in this episode, the way they had like, we had three endings. Um, and, and I was really, uh, the other thing too with, uh, I guess the other problem I had with the episode was how they tried to, do this emotional thing with Picard and, and Talon <laughs> uh, with the whole Renee and, you know, the doppelganger thing and and then trying to, you know, because she looks like Laris, tried to make it play. But the thing that I, you know, for me when I was watching that, I was just like, all right, now how are they going to, like, you know, get rid of her body? <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, given that she's a Romulan, uh, you know, so I was, I wasn't even think, I, you know, the emotional thing didn't land for me there. You know, but um, uh, the Rios thing we called, um, Rafi and and Seven getting back together, I like that. You know, they 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 they, they are they are definitely they're 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 definitely the ship that everyone uh, needs to need that ship definitely needs to get back on mm-hmm. off of the choppy seas. Because they have such great chemistry, and they are confirmed to come back for next season, so that's good to know that Seven and and, and Rafi will be a part of season three. But uh, yeah, but you know, it was it, it did what it needed to do. Did what it as, needed to do. Yeah. All right, let's head over to Smallville. Yeah. Um. So we get we get a very focused Bizarro Jonathan story. Um, essentially I would sum this up into basically a father versus non-son, brother versus non-brother episode. Mm -hmm. Um, it it was fine. I honestly, when I was watching it, I was engaged, but since it's been two days, Mm -hmm. I don't really remember what happened. (laughs) I I do, but I'm like, I'm like, uh, it was just another episode of Lois and Clark. (laughs) Yeah, I mean there were, uh, yeah, I mean I think the yeah the, you know obviously the ending was the was the big thing with the with the, the um, big Clark reveal to to, to Lana. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Thank you for reminding me of that. Yeah, yeah. So she's gonna die, right? No, she's not. No, she's not gonna die. It's actually canon that Lana knows that that uh, Clark is Superman. Well, is she going to tell her daughter? Are we going to have, like, everyone in Smallville know who Superman is by the end of the season? Uh, well, we're, get, we're getting the flash levels of everybody knowing because we have, let's see, we have John Henry and his daughter. We have. Well, we don't have to go through the list. People I know, no, I'm just saying, but I'm just, I'm just trying to, but that is to bring it up. I was like, yeah, I guess we are getting to that place, aren't we? 
I, and maybe it's just like because Naomi had a reveal this week of who she really is to someone, and I'm just like, guys, what happened to secret identities around here? However, yeah. I will have to say in this episode, I did appreciate how they took that del- moral dilemma that we've seen played out time and time again. But, and they really, like they often do in this show, put it in this position of the family because we saw yeah. how that, that's, that secret being out there destroyed the Clarks in the other world yep. while it's been kept here, but it also seems to be causing fractures, mainly because the boys are stupid. They're young. They're dumb. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and so now, now it's kind of come to a head, and Clark decides to reveal himself to Lana. And, and it was a sweet scene, but again, mm-hmm. and Will tells me she's not going to die, but no. I'm just saying. No, she's not going to die. She could. She no, very she, she, could. That's no. what the show, that is what the show is missing. The show is missing. Remember way back when Arrowverse started, all of these shows, every first season, there would be a central character who dies as a sacrifice, this like a is, pivotal moment that yeah. of course they would bring back later on the season and make no freaking sense, but whatever, I and, still. And <laughs> that's why, I mean, and, and that you, you, you say the key thing there, this, this show, it goes back to our discussion with Batwoman. We're not in that era. We're not in that era verse anymore. We're, okay, but that's yeah. not a good sign. Well, because the shows that are coming out of this new era verse are not the best. Yeah. <laughs> I just there. I I'm I'm. I guess maybe that's where this show is is running on all cylinders. It's probably my favorite show on the CW at the moment. But I will say it's there. There hasn't been very much loss you know yeah well yeah i mean there i mean well i guess i'm trying to think as far as like or like the clark family themselves right i mean there's been challenges i mean you know i'm not saying there hasn't been challenges i'm not saying there hasn't been pain i'm just saying loss and like the present and and i think they've avoided that with like the whole miscarriage thing that we were informed about everything that happened with the john henry irons character like like there are but but what about clark what about good old clark you know our main character like lana's gotta go (laughs) no i I mean if anybody was if i was if i were to pick a person to go where things could could I would, I will, to, to to your point, I will look at Kyle, yeah, or or General Ling. Oh, those are easy. No, yeah. I oh, well, the reason why I say Kyle because then it opens the door for Lana and, and John Henry to get together. Heartbreak. Oh, you know, I could be on that ship, even though I'm still staying, Lois. You gotta be. <laughs> you gotta go. Um. You know, I was thinking throughout this episode how interesting it would be if they actually let Bizarro Jonathan merge with Jonathan. And mm-hmm. then the future seasons, that's who we have. We have now Bizarro Jonathan. Like, I don't I don't know. And a part of me wanted to see that just because I would find that interesting. And And, like, now you're dealing with a kid who technically took away your son but is 
your son, like there is a still a part, like they could do some very fascinating things, but I also don't like the idea of having two super boys. So, so yeah, I can see why they wouldn't go there, but you know, it'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I hear your point though. I like, uh, they would be interested if they did go, but I think the other Jonathan will probably, the bizarro Jonathan will go back to his bizarro land. Oh, I know. I know how this is going to play out. Will, you don't have to spoil it for me. No, I'm not. aware. Here's the question you can answer for me. Where yeah. the heck is Lucy? That's a good question. Because <laughs> she wasn't part of the, the people that got ripped apart going over the bizarro world. Yeah, yeah. She so, she's not she's not she did what she was supposed to got Allie to the other side. You yeah. would think she would follow Allie to the other side, but it didn't look like she was there. No. So at what point is she gonna go and get what she's been wanting this whole time? And also, how is it that Clark, like in an instant back in Smallville? And yet the other people who are wanting to merge, they're not like, it's been a few days now. Like, where are they? Why are they taking their time so much? I don't know. It, well, I guess they kind of did explain that because time moves differently over there. Yeah, where... they did. Yeah, because it was 30 days okay. back for us. Yeah, so they did, they did explain that. They did okay. explain that. Yeah. But it just, it just is, 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 it's just like, I'm like, Really? You're just gonna and then you send Lana through, but no one else? Like are you, is this a one time one person at a time? <laughs> maybe and maybe and maybe that's the thing. I mean, maybe it is a But when they one, were going over there, they didn't weren't going one person at a time. And maybe, and maybe that's why they maybe that's why they all got ripped up and uh and then uh, and then uh Anderson managed to make it. Yeah, yeah. There I just had some questions about some of the stuff going on. I did I did like that idea that surprisingly I hadn't thought about um, that John Henry Irons did is that, you know, we, we don't have to focus on destroying Allie. We just have to focus on keeping her out. So mm -hmm. another thing they could do, Will, they could do, they could shut that door, leaving Bizarro Jonathan still in Smallville. Hmm. Well, what the, and the, oh, oh here's and here's where your 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 death may come. His his, his powers diminish with the yellow sun, then you know that that maybe maybe Jordan will be forced to kill him. You know because Jordan pretty much once once Jordan got his uh got his groove, he uh he he, he pretty much beat him to a pulp. I would love for Jordan to kill somebody, and then like. Clark can refocus his anger towards that son rather than his normal son. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or yeah, there's that, that for one. And two, well, also to get, because uh, here's, Jordan is starting to fall into the mopey teen trope that, love sick teen trope that it, they need to, they need to wrap that, that Jordan Sarah line up because it, it is starting to get, it's starting to wear on me a little bit. They never know what to do with Jordan. Yeah. They they it, it amazes me how much like he he's definitely been better this season than mm -hmm. he was first season. Yeah. But I've always leaned more into what's going on with Jonathan than I have with Jordan. Yeah. So I I see what you're getting at 
Um, and I, and I completely agree. Like yeah. they, they need to do some more interesting, but I also feel like they're kind of handcuffed because he's the one with powers. So we're kind of seeing his coming right. of age story as a superhero. So that we get more tropey things happening there. Yeah. But that's, but I think, it, I, I don't know if they'll go there, but if, but if, if let's see for argument's sake, he does get into another fight with uh, Bizarro Jonathan and it, it ends up killing Bizarro Jonathan. And I think just, and, and given the backstory of like, you know, what we've seen, with, you know, with John Henry's world where Superman have like, you know, killed their, you know, killed Doppelbingo Lois and, um, where Doppelganger Superman did that, and um, you know, you know, have that, you know, to your point about the tragedy and the loss or whatever. I mean, that could really, it really like give a, another level to this show. I don't know if they'll go there, but as, as far as like the exploration of superpowers and responsibilities, and 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 having to keep, you know, and and and, and this whole dynamic that they um, with, with having with having powers. And, and them being exercised in, in a way that ends up harming someone, and Jordan have to, having to come to grips with that. I mean, that would be a. I would love. I would really be interested in seeing seeing how they how they tackle that. Yeah, yeah. But Bizarro Jonathan is going to stay in Smallville. We're going to see him third season. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. He, he then he's gonna allow my my love triangle that I still think that they're gonna do <laughs> to yeah, yeah. because yeah. he was giving Sarah the look. <laughs> he was definitely giving Sarah the look. He definitely was. <laughs> <laughs> so interesting. And I know there wasn't a Sarah over in the other wo- other world, which would make sense. But then again, um, yeah, yeah. For a moment, I was like. Did I miss something in last week's episode? Was Sarah there and was she the girl? No, she wasn't. No, she she wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that too. I was like, we're, yeah, because during all, as I was watching episodes, like, we're, we, we've seen just, we've seen everyone but Sarah, um, Bizarro Sarah, and Bizarro, uh, what's her name? Uh, Sophie, the, uh, the lowest counterpart. Uh, 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 oh, no, no, actually, we, we did see the other. Yeah. Other, I was yeah, gonna she, say I'm like Lois's counterpart. We we saw Bizarre Lois. No, saw Bizarre. saw Bizarre Lois, but Lois is coworker. We did, but no, we did yeah. see her. I know, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, we did see her. She was the one, I guess, one of the pop the reporters when all the famous stuff. So yeah, so yeah. All right. Well, on that note, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? And you can find me at Will and Polk. W i l l m p o l k. And you can find me on Twitter at SJ Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Scene and Nerd. Friend us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Scene underscore N underscore nerd. And our website, www.sceneandnerdpodcast.com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and compact. Comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome. Good night.